before I go any farther, let's just take a moment to honor our presidents of the United States, no matter how good or bad they were. Uh, it's President's Day, or it was President's Day. So with all the presidents that we've had through the years, we'd still honor them in a moment of silence. Happy President's Day, everybody. It's Chase Farthing on the USA Real Talk. Uh, you know, of course, still, it's one of those holidays. Uh, I think that are more important because we, uh, no matter the good or the bad of the presidents we've had, we, we uh, still thank them because they give us freedom. But, of course, who do we always really think that make sure we have our freedom still here? is our uh, great men and women that have fight for this country each and every day. They don't quit. Uh, they don't quit without going out without a fight. And very touching words that was read on that uh, music that I had that I was playing. But so happy President's Day. But we got a very good, uh, very good show. Now, just in case everybody was uh, still wondering about uh, some new things that are going on. So, of course, uh, consider Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, if I'm actually feeling really good, if I'm not tired or just and really drained. But uh, we will tire, uh, We'll do our regular show timing. Pretty much I do it at this time and uh, kind of late, and I know that. And on Saturday, so excuse me, well, Friday we have it off. Saturdays, there's going to be a couple missing segments I will do, and as well, wanted segments. Uh, so we gotta get, we're going to start doing that on the weekends. Uh, looking forward to doing that starting here tonight. Uh, of course, I did that on Sunday for a couple people that had an updated story about Miss Cockburn, who was uh, missing, uh, was found this past weekend, which is great news. Uh, member James Allen Jr. that's been missing. Uh, member uh, Yolanda, Yolanda, uh, I can't say, Lynette Douglas. Sorry that I got her name wrong, but it's Annette Douglas. Uh, her brother's missing. He was la uh, last seen between here and Indiana and could be in Michigan. So, please, anybody knows anything, make, please make those calls. But that's what we need still. Uh, great. Uh, you know, we got one great news, but now we need to get to that. And as well, got a great story to talk about. Uh, this video went viral, by the way. I don't know if anybody's has seen this. It, it's so bad. It's so graphic, of course. And here's here's the topic. A New York Post, because I, I looked at it when I saw it on Twitter. Uh, somebody posted it on Twitter. I don't remember who. And I was kind of disgusted, and I read the article. I found out, and I was even more disgusted of the situation, even at the end of that. It's a video nine. A video shows a nine-year-old girl, which, by the way, she's white. It's kind of funny how New York Times, Washington Post, uh, some news goes a, a black kid has been attacked by a white person or a white kid, whatever. But they don't show it this way. Once again, I'm going to read it. Video shows nine-year-old Florida girl savagely beaten by two boys in school bus attack. Well, okay, so you you want to mention two boys. You don't want to mention uh, white, two, uh, two white boys, two black boys, two Hispanic boys, uh, 
Jewish or they Muslim. We don't know what they are. That's you know that's not the point. But that's actually how they want to spin it and break it when it's uh, the white person doing that. Uh, so the video shows of a nine-year-old girl. Now, of course, I'll give you my speculations. Uh, what I've heard, some rumors, and I don't really care. So once again, this happened on a bus. The parents of the nine-year-old Florida girl who was video on who was on video being Miss Sicily being to death, let's put it that way, in my in my words, by two boys aborted the who aboard on a school bus. Uh, she is uh, pursuing the plan to pursue criminal charges against her attackers, according to the reports, and that's the mother, by the way. Footage of the stomach uh, cringing assault on the boys, by the way. One, uh, turning the other boy was a, a, the nine-year-old as well. And, and the, the video shows uh, this, uh, young, uh, this older brother, uh, who was 15, 15 years old, decides to stand up for his brother, which is great. I, I was told it was brothers, and I think it's in this article, but uh, just pummels her too, so badly. Uh, footage in the stomach cringing assault shows two boys first in, uh, for Sicily and repeatedly pummeling the third grader at Coconut Palm K8 Academy in Homestead, Florida, as she des- desperately tries to fend them off. No adults intervened in the uh, almost 30 seconds of the video of the attack that was recorded by a classmate, which, by the way, was really great, uh, this person and this young kid had uh, recorded. But sadly, it does not show what the beginning happens, which, once again, it's not. I'm not going to say what could have happened then. This 15-year-old did not deserve to put his hands on a 9-year-old. She told the outlet that the school administrators are overwhelmed. Wait, I read. Okay, so the mother of the victim told Local 10 News she will demand criminal charges against her child assailants. Here's where I would get pissed off, and I'll be with the mother on this. So she told the outlet, the school administrators, they are overwhelmed by spiling violence inside and around the school, and their response was to this. Their response was to advise her, her, to enroll her three children elsewhere? Are you kidding me? So wait a minute. They're telling this mother, the mother of three, is they're telling her, take your kids, we are advising you to enroll them in another school. Why? How about you grab that 15-year-old and the 9-year-old, advise them to go advise their mother Advise their father, advise their grandparents, whoever they have, whoever live, they will live with, and tell them that invite, they want them to be rolling in another school. And here's an, it, this is crazy. Here's another one. The heartbreaking mom noted her two older kids have been also been bullying during their brief time at the school, and counselors and administrators have done nothing to address her complaints. Which, by the way, that's this is part is nothing do. Because everybody knows, and I've seen Twitters, like, they, they tell the people on these Twitter uh, comments, they go, oh, well, that kid should learn how to stand up for herself. They should fight back. No. Here's the reason why. The school's only going to respond to the ones that responded. That's it. They will go after the ones that retaliated. retaliated. 
Remember, like how football is, if one of the players gets hit, uh, put uh, put his hands in the other guy's face, and the guy reacts, and the penalty goes on him. That's how it is. He reacts, then he, then he gets the fifteen yard penalty. This right here takes that one because then if she would have responded back to fight the fifteen year old, this nine year old girl, she would got in trouble. It. That's actually happened to me. I remember this, and I'm going to tell you this story here, in a, a, a my story here in just a few minutes. So the girl's father took social media to express his rage, and good for him, and vowed to launch protests in front of the school. I would too. Because I want to set up a rally and confront the school head on. He wrote on Facebook, the lack of security is unreal. The lack of security on the bus is ridiculous. The bullying must stop. In a statement, the Miami-Dade school police said the officers have been arrested. Excuse me, the offenders, they have been arrested. The safety and the well-being of our students are the most important to read. The school district goes to great lengths to promote the values of restraint and respect as well using social media responsibility. We ask that parents reinforce these principles at home. So yeah, if, even if so, even if the parents of the fifteen-year-old and nine-year-old are good parents, and they tell them not to do this, they and they do it anyway. So somehow the parents had to revise that. No, that fifteen-year-old knows better, anyways. That fifteen-year-old definitely knows damn better. You don't put your hands on a child, and two, you don't put your hands on a girl. Now, could this be saying that? Well, this could be happening at home. Maybe, maybe not. We don't know, but even if it is, he's old enough. He's old enough to understand. You don't do that. Meanwhile, the three female Florida high school students, the two 17-year-olds and the 15-year-old, were arrested this week. The role in yet another violent uh, campus male had caught on tape, which that was not new. The footage shows five girls recently punching a student at West Borland High School in Palm Beach Pines on January 24th. I actually think I've seen that. Uh, the victim suffered a concussion on Local 10, uh, reported. After the video circulated, Principal Brad failed out, uh, warned the students, uh, filming fights will be disciplined in the future, and arranging in the footage intended violence. I, there's where I don't think it does. Because if it's on the school bus, the school bus driver does not stop. Where was the school bus driver? And, and sadly, the bus drivers can only do so much. They can, they're they not even allowed to put their hands on the, on the kids themselves if they're actually trying to stop a fight. I actually was told that job. Uh, I was actually a janitor for my old high school. Well, it actually was the middle school. And I actually was told, because I asked this question when I was being interviewed, I'm like, okay, if I see a fight, what am I supposed to do? They said you cannot intervene. I was so I was told, like, wait a minute. So you're telling me if I see two kids decking at each other, you're telling me I cannot uh, grab them and stop the fight? And they go, no, you're not allowed to. You got to get to the nearest teacher, which, by the way, can be three, four hallways down. So I got to yell it out loud. They, you know, and I really didn't see a fight happen, which I was really good for that. Uh, glad to see that happening. But now this happened when I was in school as well. Even when I was in student, um, I had this kid. I'm not going to mention his name. Just be out of uh, privacy of for him. Uh, 
So what happened is that, you know, of course, he was a jerk. He was a bully. He was a jerk. Now, of course, uh, I was a tall guy. And uh, I remember talking to my best friend, uh, Missy Mass, uh, who I've been friends with a long period of time. And what I was even, me and her were just having a good conversation because it was like almost the end of our next period, uh, get ready to go to the next class, I think it was. And uh, actually, I think it was almost at the end of the day or close to like that. Well, like, here's, uh, here's the bad part on this, uh, on this problem. So when this happened, me, so me and Nessie were talking, and next thing you know, this kid is right above me, challenged me to fight him because he's, he thinks that he was a complete badass. And, of course, he's disrespecting the teacher. She tells him to go sit down. Then he, then he all of a sudden, he has come at me. Like I said, he gets right above me. He's right over. He's, like, in my personal space. I'm like, dude, please go away. I'm telling him, go away. Don't want to mess with me. I don't want to deal with him either. And so, even at that time, uh, he he did eventually walk away. And I tell Miss Emerson, I'm sorry that I seen it. I'm sorry that she had to see that because I'm yelling at him. And, of course, he, he gets right back on top of me. And he's literally, because I'm sitting down, and he's literally right on top of me. And he and I looked at him and said, can I, and I said, can I fucking help you or something like that? And he goes, you want, come on, let's just do something. Let's fight. I'm like, dude, you, I will deck you. I will pummel you. Because, you know, I was like already six foot, something, and which, you know, that always doesn't really have to do something with the up height. I go, dude, I will pummel you. I will hurt you. And... He said something that got it. What? He said something that got me to stand up. And so I stand up and I'm looking at him and say, okay, now do something. Do something right now. You're going to be a, a punk ass. I'm going to make you a punk bitch. I'm going to make you be a bitch, of course. Uh, then the next thing you know, he goes, man, you're Brad Stanks. I'm like, dude, is that all you got? Come up with a new story. Let's sing a new song already. And you're, you're challenging me to a fight. Step up. Step up and fight me. Do something. Well, he eventually walks away. And I go, that's what I thought. I'm, you know, of course, I, I will not back down from a fight. I don't like the fight. But if you're going to stand up to me and you're going to get in my face and you're challenging me to a fight, step up. You know, I don't like the fight. But I don't like to be disrespected. And essentially, I don't like when people disrespect my family. I will not tolerate that. Still to this day, don't. And so, he eventually comes back. I'm looking at him. He looks at me. I go, dude, go away. And I, I just tell him, the next thing you know, he spits in my face. His spit lands in my eye. And we all know by law, that's assault battery by body fluids. That was it. That was completely black. I was blacked out. I went off. And next thing, I'm chasing after this guy because he's not but a clown. He's putting chairs in, my, in front of my way, and I'm just grabbing them, and I'm throwing them out of the uh, out of my way. I don't care if it hit anybody at the time. And uh, even though I had a friend also in there that I was friends with, uh, she was pregnant. I'm like, I didn't care at the moment, which I did care. I still do because uh, I didn't want no child to get hit, even though she, I didn't want her to get hit, even though she was pregnant. But still, it could cause bad things. So. I finally got him. He was trying to juke me out of my shoes like a football player would do, and that didn't work. Grabbed him by a throat, and I was threatening him and everything. I slammed his head in his back 
right up on that wall. I said, you spit in my face, I'm going to hurt you. And I almost did, but God bless the teacher. Uh, turned around, she said, enough. And I looked at her, and she said, she told me to back up. I'm like, okay. And I make sure he stayed to the fucking wall. And I backed up so he didn't get cheap shot. And I was ready for him. And uh, she told uh, she took Stephen Alvarado to the office. And I stood there for a few more minutes. And I, I apologized to everybody in the classroom. I said, you guys know that. I, that's not me. But I don't know if you guys saw him spit in my eyes or not. Or I... Or they saw him spit at me or not. Which, God bless it, I had witnesses that they all did. And so that that turned out. And I'm like, cool, man. I, I don't think I'm going to be in trouble. And if I do, I'll do it. I'll accept the consequences. But here's the a, here's a thing, though. Uh, I did get turned down to the principal's office. And, of course, my principal at the time and assistant, Mr. Rassler, that's the name, uh, he was, uh, you know, he looked at Stephen when I got called down there, and we were talking. And I, I looked at Stephen, and Stephen looked at him. He looked at Stephen, and he told Stephen, you sit there and be quiet. I'm like, oh, great, dude, I'm, I'm going to be good because I, I'm not, This he knows this is going to be self-defense. So he's telling, uh, Mr. Rashler told me to tell him what happened. I'm telling the entire story. Even though he's saying it was just saliva. Of course, I said, it to him, that don't matter. You were told to leave me alone. I told you to leave me alone. And you kept on coming and coming and pushing and pushing. And you finally got it. And your ass ended up being, being the wall. And, of course, uh, then Mr. Rassler turned it to his computer. He's looking at it. He goes, you got to, Chase, you never been in trouble. You never had detention before or anything else that you're, you're going to have detention. And I'm like, okay, that's fine. I'll serve it. And like signed it. So he he told me that uh, I had to serve two detentions. I go, okay, fine. Here, I'll sign the damn thing. So I'm as I signed it, I asked him, what what's his punishment? He got nothing. All because he had detention from previous things. I go, what the hell's that? What's that got to do with anything? Where's his punishment? Because he's the one that assaulted me. Because even though he actually was going to hear it from everybody else in my classroom, it would turn out, he said it would be hearsay. If anybody did not really see him spit at me or not, it's hearsay. I'm like, are you for real? So I'm defending myself from a, a jackass. And he wants, I, I'm the one to get in trouble? Then a, then more paperwork came out because he told Stephen, you gotta go. It was time to go to our next classroom. But he told me I also had to serve two ISS. In school suspension. I go, what for? Because I was defending myself. And he's telling me because you are not allowed. Because you responded. You are not allowed to hit somebody. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. So, yeah, I'm defending myself. But I get in trouble. I'm like, that's bullshit. And he was even. He knew that was odd that I was in there. Because I was. It, all four years. I was not really going in the principal's office. And I told him. Uh, of course, to me, I had to make a phone call, and he let me do that. I got, I got somebody I think you're going to want to talk to, because uh, I want to hear this bullshit. And, of course, the first person I did call, I actually called my mom, and she told me that I just have to deal with it, suffer the consequences. And, and I'm like, I know. I just got to get it off the chest. And 
I called my father, and even though he was at work, I go, hey, man, I need to talk to you. And what even happened more worse is that I'm telling my dad the story. I go, Dad, I hope you don't beam at me. It's like, I understand you're going to me because I don't want you to beat my ass, but I'm in the principal's office. He asked me, why are you in the principal's office? And I'm telling him the whole thing. He goes, and you're the one that's getting in trouble? And I go, yes, sir, I'm the one that's getting in trouble. I observed two ISS, two in-school suspensions, two out-school suspensions. I got served detentions, and it's, uh, this is bullshit. I said, I'm telling you, Dad, I did not start the fight. I told you, and I go, I got spit at, and my saliva laying in my face, and it's bullshit. And he goes, let me talk to your principal. And I go, your turn. So he's talking to them, to my father. And my dad goes off. I can hear him. And, of course, my dad was even told the school uh, that he was going to come up. Then he was going to come up there and take care of the business. <laughs> I'm like, oh, God, I'm, I just made things worse. But on the end, it, it turned out that I had to serve two detentions. And then I realized through the years... Of course, my I got to say this real quick. My dad was proud of me that I stood up for myself, and he was proud of me that I didn't start the fight because I knew exactly what would happen if I did. I would have got my ass kicked. Uh, and that's that. <laughs> but then I, I realized that when the kids are being bullied by the bullies, the bullies get away with it. Because it, it turns out they would say, oh, they, they're having problems at home. So they need to be talked to. No, if my child was being bullied and he kicked that bully's ass after he had enough or he or she, I'll be damn proud of the kid. I'll be damn, so damn proud of my kid, I'll take him out to a bar. <laughs> I'll, be, I'll be taking him out for drinks or something. I'll be telling that same dad, you became a man. You became a, you definitely got the, you definitely got the farthings inside of you because it's not anybody else's. <laughs> Some of anybody else's last name because you just whipped that ass. I mean, like, because I, I was always told, if you start the fight, you better finish the fight. But it doesn't matter if you take the ass beating as long as you, you fight for what you're standing up for. And I was, of course, I was defending myself. My dad was proud of me. He goes, I don't care if you, if you start the fight, I'm going to kick your ass if you lose or win. But if you don't start the fight but you finish it, I'm proud of you. I'm like, yeah! <laughs> But that's how it is now. It, it just clearly just shows that the, this mother was told by the principal to advise her to leave your take take your three kids and go to enroll in another school. So that school, if she ever done that, she would might have to go drive further or the, uh, to go to out of school to go out of school district. Why should it have that? Why should that happen? If anything that needs to happen, it's those two kids that should have been knocked out at school. And essentially that. And I don't know how other people really feel about that, but to me, if a child, if we have, if the same kid that's bullying any different kids, and he, he, find, he or she finally gets the revenge right there, all means good. I'm good with that. Because then it's a payback. Payback was a bitch. That's what it stands for. But it's always the kids that, it's always the victim that responds that get the worst punishment out of it. It is sad to say. You know, it's especially like domestic violent victims. I'm actually going to bring that up. 
uh, where domestic violence victims actually uh, take the law in their own hands. In a way, it's what it's called. If they kill the person that was supposed to uh, that's been hurting them, they finally stand up for themselves because the law is not help. You know, nobody's not helping them. They stand up for themselves. They get punished for it because they take the law in their own hands, and that's sadly how it is. So it's the same thing. If if uh, two children go at it one on one, find a dandy. But if a father gets in it or a mother gets in it to break it up, sometimes the mother can be could be uh, be person, uh, facing punishment. That's just how it is. Or if someone else or, or uh, someone else that gets involved, like this fifteen year old, the nine year old should have told his because here's what I was told or not told. Excuse me. Uh, apparently, I read the comments that this nine-year-old girl was saying things to the nine-year-old uh, bro, to the nine-year-old boy. Not for sure if that's true or not, but that's relevant. This is where I'm saying this 15-year-old comes in the picture and takes it into his own hands. Now he's got a record. He's got a record that could last. Uh, no matter what, could be expunged. They say it is, but it's not because it's with you forever. To the it, your record is with you to the day you die. That's it. I, it just so frustrates me that uh, more victims, uh, more now in school fightings, and then they get told, uh, uh, "Well, you know what? Defend yourself. Step up. Fight back." No, because they they are the ones that get punched back. That's it. <clears throat> Gotta get focused here. Gotta pour. Kind of a little bit more important thing as well to help out. Uh, I talked to this. Uh, I I talked to a new person uh, this today. Her name is Amber Brady B R A D D Y. Uh, so, because she posted out her husband, I'm gonna keep it that way. Not gonna get too personal there. Her and her family need your help. To find her missing husband. His name is Timothy James Brady. Once again, it's Timothy James Brady, B R A D D Y. Or his work called him Tim. He's got a nickname, TJ. He's 35 years old. He's 6 foot, 175 pounds, of course, white male. Uh, this is what she was telling me about, and I, I talked to her about this. So I went and laid some, a few things down. Uh, he was traveling from Oregon where he was working to Florida to a new job. Uh, she was talking about that he stopped by, visit the kids, because they have, uh, he, they got five kids together, I believe it was. Uh, they got kids together. We're going to leave it that way. So he stopped by to visit with the kids all day on December 5th. He stayed about to 10 p.m., and then he headed to Tampa, where his other job was located. Uh, she was talking about it. He seemed very excited to get back into Florida, which, you know, I would too. So he also was able to see his kids more often. On Friday night, early Saturday morning on December 10th, morning around 3 a.m., he was talking. <clears throat> Sorry about that. Apparently, uh, his phone died. Once again, now there, uh, there are some personal things right there between that time and I'm going to leave that blank because that's no one else's business. That's not even my business, even though she told me. Uh, I'm, I'm going to leave it there. 
Apparently that he was talking to somebody, but the phone would, uh, she was talking to somebody, or he was, uh, hold on. Uh, he was on the phone with a friend, and it died that night, and that was the last time anyone has really heard from him. Uh, missing, they had a missing person report was done on December 14th. Excuse me, I'm sorry. The missing report was done on, and on December 14th, they located his truck in Wachee, Florida. All his luggage and keys were still in the vehicle, and the vehicle was reported out of gas. Hold on. Sorry, everybody. I got my damn dang cat messing with my, with my stuff. And once again, she uh, typed this to me on Facebook Messenger, and... And I, I wanted to write down. So once again, his his name is Timothy James Brady. Once again, work calls him, we call him TJ is what they say. His friends called him uh, work friends call him Tim. He's thirty five years old, six foot, hundred seventy five pounds. So she actually did send me some pictures here, and I, and I believe I got a really good picture that I saw that I think would really could hopefully could help. He does have a tattoo, and one of his tattoo on his lower right side of the belly, he's got a, a tattoo of a woman in one of the tattoos, and uh, in his chest tattoo, it's got a tattoo of the double. Now, I can't tell what the other words says in the tattoo, which we're not, we're going to leave that, okay? Uh, one of his tattoos, I believe he's got a, a, an ace diamond card. And a clubs as well tattoo. That's on his arms, on his forearm. <clears throat> so once again, uh, then I, as well, I want to tell you that, that once again, I was talking to her. We, you know, she was kind of telling me some little bit more things. So uh, she did tell me that it's not like him to go more than a couple of days without calling the kids, whatever. Uh, she's or, or talking to kids, excuse me, but then I said, whatever, but she goes, whatever happened to him, I don't believe is good. I, I'm going to tell you this, Amber, don't believe in the negatives. What's not believe in negatives? No, we got to have faith. We got to have hope. And so once again, the community, everybody in the United States from Oregon to Florida. And so it's possible that he could be in the Florida area. She does have a private investigator that is uh, that's looking around as well. Please contact Miss Amber. Once again, her name is Amber Brady, A M B E R B R A D D Y. And so, if you got anything information on her husband, the, who's the father of her children now, and you know this is a big thing, something cute. Somebody knows what happened on that day. That he went missing, and they did find his car. Uh, I'm hoping to hear something soon from. Uh, hopefully, soon from Miss Amber. I'm going to put you put it that way. Uh, but once again, she's got a private investigator. Uh, so if anybody has anything, I'm going to tell her. Message her. I'm going to put her name on. I'm going to spell her name on the app. Uh, excuse me, on the the episode. If she's got, if she wants to believe that you have information, she will give you the the, per, the private investigator and the number. So that is uh, how I'm gonna. That's how I'm doing it. Because once again, I don't want to give out somebody else's number 
Uh, to me, I feel like that's a little bit uh, personal. So if she wants to tell you a little bit more than what I am doing, that's her choice. So once again, please contact the, her and her family to know that Timothy James Brady is okay. That's what she would want to know and tell her uh, the kids are... Uh, that she's that he's okay. He's gonna call the kids. He maybe got hurt and he's been in the hospital. Uh, homely answers will be more uh, officially there in a few by by soon. So everybody, please prayers, thoughts to to the James family, the Brad's family, or the Braddy family. There you go. To Timothy James Bradley and his family. Let's find him. That's it. Let's find him. Six foot. 175 pounds. Listen to the tattoos that I just mentioned. He's got a lot of them. Uh, please make that phone call. Uh, make a message her. FaceTime her on Facebook or uh, Facebook call her uh, on Facebook. Uh, give her something that she knows. Maybe that say that okay, your brother, uh, you and your brother, or excuse me, you and your husband. <laughs> I'm sorry, not you and your brother, but. Tell her something that her husband, that she would know from her husband, maybe uh, something that they had a, a special bond, you know, how they got how they got together, what made them be married for a long period of time or whatever. But other than that, ladies and gentlemen, have a great night. Timothy James Braddy, we need to find him. Let's do it.